Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poole. My guest today is Randy Kanifka. And we're going to have a discussion about Andrew Cuomo and the legal mess that he finds himself in. So, uh, Randy, what's your take, you know, on what's going on? Well, first, uh, I think we're recording this on Halloween, so happy Halloween to you. And uh, <laughs> I hate I hate Halloween, by the way. I absolutely hate Halloween. I think it's ridiculous, and they should do away with it. But anyway, um, happy Halloween nonetheless. Um, Cynthia, yeah. this is a very interesting thing here and really highlights a situation that, you know, there really is no solid local journalists anymore, um, in my opinion, because the way this is being covered, you know, so much is being missed from this. And, you know, and I look at things politically, right? I'm not a lawyer. Um, you know, I have no idea how this is going to play out in the criminal court. Um, but this thing is just such a big, you know, not a political knot that nobody in this area, no, no journalist has seemed to really attempt to unwind. Um, and what strikes me the most on this now, I will tell you now I've, I've been in local government. For those that don't know, I've been in local government. I, I know how, you know, local governments work. I know how police departments work. Um, Cynthia, you, you live in the city of Albany, correct? Right. Cynthia, if you if you called the Albany County Sheriff's Department tonight and told them that you were forcibly touched, all but assure you, they would tell you, uh, Ms. Pooler, you need to contact the Albany Police Department and file your report with them. That is not, you know, you, that is not our jurisdiction. I can mm-hmm. tell you that would be the same case uh, for me in the city of Cohoes, uh, the town of County, anywhere, anywhere where there is local jurisdiction, meaning a local police agency. The county sheriff, while technically may have uh, jurisdiction throughout the entire county, uh, you know, does not really, that is not something that an outside police agency would come in to investigate, whether it be the county sheriff uh, or the state police for that matter. They just don't do it. They just don't do it. So I'm not sure why the county sheriff uh, had charged himself with a misdemeanor criminal investigation in the city of Albany. I, I, I don't know, and I wish somebody, you know, would ask him that. And ask him, you know, Sheriff, how many times has your agency gone into other juris- local jurisdictions and have done, you know, criminal, criminal, <laughs> criminal investigations, you know, misdemeanor criminal investigations? I, I'd be curious to know that. So I, I find that to be the most striking thing for me of all this is why uh, the city of Albany police and now, you know, actually seeing this was done at the governor's mansion. You know, that might be under the jurisdiction of the New York State Police because the New York State Police have jurisdiction over the the, the Capitol building, the plaza, and the governor's mansion itself. So, you know, why this wasn't investigation done by the city of Albany Police or the New York State Police, I'm just – I'm well, I I think I might know why, uh, but 
you know. So why do you think? Well, look at I look at I've worked uh I have met I know Craig Apple a bit um when I worked at the county. Uh but but you know the the sheriff is a politician. Well any sheriff is a politician, right? Anybody who runs for office I mean the coroner <laughs> essentially is a politician. You know, anybody uh-huh. who has to run for office every four years or whatever is a politician. So the you know, Craig is a politician and, and obviously there's there's much speculation and rumor as to him wanting some type of a higher office. I don't know if that's true. It could be not. It, it may not be true. But you have in the Albany County Sheriff, you have a politician. Now, Ms. Camisso, who, whose father-in-law, or her, yes, her father-in-law, Frank Camisso, right. was the former majority leader of the county legislature. Mm-hmm. Ms. Camisso, as I recall, worked for at one time worked for the county, uh, the then county attorney of Albany County, uh, one Tom Marcel. And I do believe that Tom, who is a city court judge for the city of Cahos, where I am, and a good, great judge, I believe works. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't, there, there seems to be an entanglement here. Now, as I understand it, Ms. Camisso went to the sheriff with this complaint. She didn't go to the city of Albany police, and she didn't go to the state police, as far as I know. She went to Craig Apple, and Craig Apple uh, dutifully assumed you know, command of this investigation, and I really don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't tell Ms. Camisso like he would tell anybody else, you know, you need to file your report. You need to go to the city of Albany police and file and, and file a report with them. It's just not a, it's not my jurisdiction. I, I can't help you. I don't know why that. I just don't know why that wasn't done, especially in light of the fact that you have a politician tied in with her and you know her father-in-law, her former employer, um, her I guess current husband or ex-husband who was a councilman in this city of Albany and then mm-hmm. worked for the state and then worked for the former county controller, Mike Connors. So, <laughs> I mean, why, Cynthia, why Craig Apple, in light of all this, didn't say, hey, you know what, I'm a little too close to this maybe, or there's just too many, you know, political entanglements here. I really not be involved. Let the city of Albany deal with it. Let their police department, their detectives deal with it, or let the state police deal with it. So, Cynthia, I don't know. I think those are very good questions that nobody has asked the sheriff. Now, I'm not accusing the sheriff of of anything because I guess technically he he does have the jurisdiction. But something something doesn't make sense here. And another thing, too, this whole thing apparently was botched in that the district attorney uh, was – had no idea that this <laughs> that these charges were filed. Now, how the hell? Now, I know what Craig Apple said. Well, you know, in misdemeanors, we don't notify the. Now, that's true, but this is just not your average run in the mill misdemeanor. This is the former governor of the state. You would think that a phone would be picked up and a phone call made to David Soros and to say, hey, David, just to let you know, there's going to be a shitstorm headed your way. I just filed a criminal complaint. 
Mm-hmm. And that, but that didn't happen. That didn't happen. So, and at the end of the day, the district attorney may not even pursue a charge in this because it's not up to Craig Apple. It's up to the district attorney whether or not to, to pursue pursue the charge. So, Cynthia, this whole thing, it just – something is, just smells a little funky in this whole thing, in my opinion. Okay. I, I When I spoke to you before this show started, you brought up a good analogy, and I, I was laughing. Uh, tell our audience about the uh, – Oh, Stalin? The yeah, well – yeah. Well, there's an old, yeah, you know, there's an old kind of folklore tale that when, when Joseph Stalin died, um, you had all the apparatchiks around the bed, you know, Khrushchev <laughs> and others, uh, Beria, and they're there, and all of a sudden, the toe of Stalin <laughs> starts to twitch, and they all were starting now sweating and incredibly nervous that, oh, my God, he's not. We thought he was dead. He's not dead. He's going to come back and get us. There's an argument to be made that, you know, a lot of people thought Andrew Cuomo was politically dead. But then over the last couple of weeks, you had a lot of rumblings that, well, Andrew Cuomo who has about $20 million in the bank may in fact not be dead. And he may in fact want to run uh, in the democratic primary for governor. And then you have now the criminal complaint uh, come about. So, you know, again, this is, this is, look at when you, when you have politicians involved, you have, and that's just, you know, that's just the bottom line of this whole thing. So perhaps, uh, you know, uh, the king uh, wasn't dead, essentially, and that the king uh, may come back to the throne and have his revenge. So if this supposedly, and I'm going to use the word supposedly because nothing is, you know, documented, that this happened a few years ago, a couple of years ago, um whatever adjective you want to use. How come how come the charges were filed now instead of back then? Well, Cynthia, your listeners will have to come to that conclusion and look at at the end of the day, uh now I have not read the complaint, but from what I know, this is a he said, she said. Um and this is not you know, me saying I don't believe women or I don't believe men or I don't believe anybody. But at the end of the day, it's like the Kavanaugh thing. It's it's a he said, she said, unless there's videotape, unless there are witnesses, That that's what you have here. And whatever happened up in that mansion, uh, Cynthia, I don't know. Um, my guess is that something happened because I think we all know by now that, that Andrew Cuomo is a, is a old, creepy, horny guy who has probably made, you know, many inappropriate remark um, to women um, over the years. But Randy, is, let me say this. Let me say this. You're, that's an assumption on your part. You don't know if he's an old creepy guy. You're right. It's my assumption. Anything. It is it, right. You're correct. Right. It is my assumption. I think it's the correct right. assumption from, from, from what all we know. 
Um, well, Cynthia, let me ask you, as a woman, you're a woman. Do you believe her? Right. Do you believe Brittany Camisso that she went up now? She she got summoned over to fix a phone. Now, that to me is a bit um, ridiculous. But then in any case, do you believe the fact that she was summoned to the residence, to the mansion, to fix a phone? She comes in, and then all of a sudden there's a hand on a breast. Do you, do you believe that? As a woman, do you believe it? No, I'm, ask, I'm asking you. Do you believe that right, that right. went down? Or if it did go down, was it a consensual act? I'm I'm gonna base my my answer on a picture that's been shown in the New York Post where mm-hmm. Brittany Camisso and Andrew Cuomo are sitting side by side. They mm-hmm. looked awfully chummy and awfully mm-hmm. happy. Now, if there was any kind of you know, malfeasance on the governor's part after seeing that picture I'm going to say I doubt it. And that could, and, and you know what, and you could be right. I don't know. I wasn't there. There does seem to be more than meets the eye as far as if, if an assault took place, if a sexual assault had taken place, you're right. Why wasn't this? Now, the counter argument will be that, well, you know, someone doesn't want to lose a job. You're, you don't know what to do. He's the governor of the state. And these are all very, very valid uh, situations here. You have you know, a, a relatively young, young woman um, who has the job, who wants the job, who the governor of the state may or may have not you know, groped her in the mansion. What do you do? Uh, you know, so, so we have to give you know, uh, Brittany also you – know, not, not much to say the benefit of the doubt, but we have to, you know, say, hey, you know, if it, you know, hey, if it was me, uh, you know, if, if I'm up there and, and he's groping me, what do I do? What do you do? What does a man do? What does a woman, you know, what do you do? God, he's, the governor just groped me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know, where so, do I go? What do my, I do? I don't want to lose my job. Right. But from my perspective, I used to watch the daily briefings. They were pretty impressive, and a lot of people thought they were impressive. And people over the you world. Know, at, at that point, he was, you know, the governor of the United States. You know, um, his brother kind of joked around and called him the love gov, and yeah. At that point, I think that he could have he could have wanted to date or become involved with many women. Okay. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Right, right. So I don't think for if the if the allegations are, are true, and he forced himself on Brittany Camisso, in my opinion. That seems kind of far-fetched. Cynthia, you, you, you're right in the sense that it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that he would do that, that he would be aware enough, self-aware enough to have enough of self-control to say, wait a minute here. Right. If, I do this, if I do this, this is the end of me. 
this this for a cheap for a cheap feel. If I go for this cheap feel without this woman's consent or tacit consent, now, I, you know, I, I again, I, I don't know what was there, and I'm not a woman, and I don't know, and I know women go through hell because men are pigs, right? I mean, essentially, they're pigs, pigs, um, and you know this, so I don't want to, you know, here, here's this young girl with the governor, and he's coming on to her, and all of a sudden the hand is going up. Um, you know, so that I don't know. But 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 here's the thing. You know, is Andrew Cuomo any different than you know Bill Clinton, than than Donald Trump or any of the you know is, is Andrew Cuomo a womanizer? Now that has never been his mo. That has never really been his mo. Now you have all of these so-called victims. Now you know Bill Maher did a great commentary on on you know the word that the media uses now. You know the victims. Cuomo's victims. Now Cynthia, one lady. Apparently, he her her house got flooded. He came there. He embraced her and kissed her on the cheek. Is she a victim? Is that a victim to be hugged <laughs> to be hugged by the governor in your flooded out house? I mean, I I don't know. I think I think right. And and that other girl who, you know, he was asking her about her dating life. I mean, is, is she a victim because the governor asked you about? Do you date older men? I don't. Is that a real victim? I think it is a disservice to really actual victims of rape and sexual violence. So you know, again, is the it was the governor? Is the governor kind of a you know creepy you know guy that just makes inappropriate comments? I think I think he is. Is he a sexual predator? Uh, I, Cynthia, I don't know. My my guess would be no, but again, you don't know. You don't know. But unfortunately, here you have so much of politics, you know. And the governor's right. This is politics. I mean, look. Well, you have now Letitia James announcing her run for governor. I mean, uh-huh. there you go. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, there it is. I mean, this is of course, uh, you know, politics. Um, but I don't feel sorry for him. You know, he he's he's been an arrogant, you know, hardball political player for well since he was since he since he was a hatchet man for his father. And you know what? Mm-hmm. What goes around comes around, and and you reap what you sow in, in politics. And Andrew Cuomo has finally, you know, you can even go back to when his father ran against Ed Koch. And they put the signs out, you know, vote Cuomo, not the homo. Well, that was Andrew Cuomo. I mean, come on. Everybody that, knows that was, that was. That was when uh, they were running against each other for mayor of the city yeah, for of the, New York. For the, right, the Democratic primary. Uh, no, for governor. That was the Democratic primary for, for governor of New York. And um, Koch lost that, obviously. But those signs were put out, and they were put out by Cuomo. So I don't feel sorry for Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, you live by the political sword, you die by the political sword. Uh, but that being said, now you have a criminal. Now you're talking about a criminal, you know, thing here. Misdemeanor, but criminal nonetheless. He may have to register uh, as a sex offender. He may have to be on probation. He may, you know, face, you know, jail time. Now, I don't think any of those things will happen. Um, this thing may even just be, you know, adjourned. Um, you know, we don't know, and I'm not a lawyer, and I don't know how this thing is going to play out. Uh, now, you also have an, uh, probably a civil case that I don't even know. I think a civil case 
has Brian Primo now? That's her lawyer. You know, right. Has he, has he filed a civil case in this? If not, I'm, I'm guessing that there will be a civil suit here, right? I mean, I would have to imagine that. Uh, mm-hmm. So does this play into? Does this criminal complaint play into the fact that well? If you want to have a successful civil case, do you have to file a criminal complaint? You know, that I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm a political observer. And what I observe is a lot of politics here, a lot of things that don't add up. Like I said, why the sheriff, you know, got involved here in light of, you know, Albany County is a small county and, and the political people are tied in together. So why he would, you know, step out on this um and that i don't know and i and i wish somebody would ask you know sheriff apple that and i know what sheriff apple has said is he says well i'm the sheriff and this is my county and you know technically he's he's correct but you know it's not like you know in some counties where the sheriff's department is the only police agency in the whole county you know I think Nassau, I think like Nassau County, you know, I think some of these places are more like, you know, we're not like that. We have local police departments, you know, Colony, Albany, Cohoes, Waterbury, Green Island, Altamont. I don't know what else I'm missing. Maybe Ravina. They have local jurisdiction and the county sheriff does not enter in to the equation where you have local police agencies. They, he, now he can, technically he can. Like in the city of Albany, he's doing a lot of traffic stops, right? He's doing a right. lot of traffic enforcement. He's making, you're making his deputies are making a lot of arrests. But that's that's an agreement with the Albany Police Department, though. That's not just him coming in and say, "Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to start pulling, you know, doing traffic stops in the city of Albany." No, that's in an agreement with the Albany Police. So, I don't know what's going okay. on here, but it. Okay, let me ask you this. You said that a lot of this stuff is interconnected. You talked about Greg, uh, Craig Apple. What about the other players? What about Commisso Senior? What about Commisso well, Junior? What about have, Dan yeah. Coy? Well, uh, right. Uh, uh, politicians, all or former politicians. I mean, Frank. Frank Sr. was the majority leader of the county legislature. He was the most powerful. He was the most powerful man in county government. Um, you had Craig Apple was the sheriff. You mm-hmm. had Tom Marcel was the county attorney. You had Brittany Camissa who worked as a secretary for Tom Marcel. Um, now Frank Sr. is still on the legislature. He's not the majority leader. Craig Apple still the sheriff. Tom Marcel, I believe, now works for Craig Apple. Okay. And Brittany Camisso now works for the um, – I guess she now she works for Kathy Holcomb, I guess. Um, right. Right. And then uh, McCoy. And Soares. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, you know, don't forget, you know, David Soares, who is the district attorney here. Um. So, you know, uh, the whole thing is just kind of this, you know, tangled, uh, you know, knot, political knot that really, I think at the end of the day, you know, it kind of needs to be untangled for for the good of the whole, for the good of everybody, you know, for the good of of Brittany. Let Let me ask you this. Do you think... 
Brittany Comesso is doing this for fame, for money, and and Craig Apple is he doing this for fame? What's your opinion? I'll start with Craig Apple. Is Craig Apple doing this for fame? Possibly. Um, now I saw him on the um, national news the other night out there. Um, now, if you are looking to run for higher office, does this does this help you in your cause? Uh, you bet your life it does. It gives you national. Forget about statewide. He now has national exposure. I'm not saying, Cynthia. I'm not saying that is why he's doing this. It, is it partly why? Is it a, is it a coincidence? I don't know. But you can make the argument that it certainly, you know, benefits him and gives him political exposure. Uh, as for you know Brittany Camisso, Cynthia, I, I I don't know, I really don't. Um, you know, I, my guess is that something untoward happened in that room um, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. What what exactly happened? I don't know. Did it start out as consent and then did the consent waver? Did it did it did the consent become no? Was it? You know, was it he didn't want to hear no for an answer? Was it he didn't, you know, come on, baby, type of thing? You know, baby, it's cold outside, you know, right? Remember the Dean Martin? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, come on, we'll have one more drink. Come on, baby. You know, was it that type of a thing? It could have been. It could have been because he's probably that type of guy. Um, or was it just a, a flat-out, blatant, you know, forcible touch? Could have been that, too. I don't know. I, I really don't. And but here's the thing, Cynthia. We're never going to know. We're not ever going to know. We're just not. And you're never going to know in these in these cases. It's like the Kavanaugh thing. You know, we're never going to know. Right. So if we're never going to know, what do you think is going to transpire until this whole story peters out? Well, I don't think it's going to peter out. I mean, if, if he wants to run for go- – I think he wants to run. I think he can run. I think he's – here's a guy with $20 million. Here's a guy mm-hmm. with a base a base of support. He has a base of support and a field, a crowded you know, field in the Democratic primary. Um, you know, if he runs, then it will – certainly it will not peter out. You know, legally and the, throughout the criminal system – I imagine this thing will sort itself out, you know, before the first of the year. You know, I'm sure there will be some type of an, of an adjudication of the case, whether it's outright dismissed, pled out, you know, whether it's whether it goes to trial. I don't think it'll go to trial, but it could. Um, my guess is that though, this thing will either be dismissed or it will be um, pled out. Uh, before the first of the year. Okay. So uh, there's going to be a lot of twists and turns, I believe, in this story. And you raised a number of questions that I think are important. And maybe somebody like Chris Churchill or somebody else might pick these questions up and possibly come up with answers. So, Randy, yeah. is this 
as this uh, saga unfolds, will you come back on Focus on Albany to share your thoughts? Absolutely. Great. So you've been listening to Randy Kneska from Cohoes. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Randy. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.